0: Log Talk Radio. Yeah.
1: There in Tampa luck today is all the independent shows are wrapping up and they go into the second night of Wrestlemania Also want to send some well wishes out to Dalton Davis who is out of the Midwest He was injured in a match last night Hopefully he gets feeling much much better Always scary when somebody takes a header on a floor speaking from personal experience But without any further ado, I am hugely excited today to bring our guest on for the first time with us. Max Sterling, welcome to Turnbuckle Turmoil.
2: How are you guys doing?
1: Doing very well. Now, since it is your first time with us, we're going to give you the first timer question to start this. What led to you getting into the business of professional wrestling?
2: What made you get into the professional business restaurant? Um, yeah. I tell you what, man, it's a strange story. Uh I had a carpet guy and uh he he works for WCWO and uh Mike Lee <laughs> and uh he got me into it, man. Like he bugged me for two, three years to uh come down to the show, see what's going on. And uh finally I took him up on it, man. And uh, I've been there ever since.
1: Uh, Getting your
2: start there at
1: WCWO, which is at the Outlaw Arena at 1151 South Kentucky Avenue in Indianapolis, Indiana, Uh, you uh, were a WCWO trainee. Did you have any previous background as far as preparing yourself for this? Were you... In other sports, at any point, MMA, anything that was going to prepare you for wrestling? Uh,
2: Not at all, man. Not at all. Like, uh, it was very unexpected to even get into wrestling. Um, I did it when I was a kid, you know. We had the whole backyard wrestling going on, and then, uh, you know, life takes hold, and you got to grow up, and then... uh, Well, (laughs) then I met Mike, and, you know, the rest is history, man.
1: People over the years come out of WCWO, and obviously there's going to be degrees of successes, just like any other pro wrestling school. From the time I first saw you at WCWO when I was out there until the next time that I got to see you in person, it was like you were a completely different pro wrestler. You have grown a lot as a wrestler and as a performer. What do you attribute that growth in a relatively short time?
2: Um, I contribute that to uh, people like Basher, God Restless Soul. I contribute that to uh, Joey Owens, Jonathan Wolf for pushing me. Um, uh, man like just everybody around me just kept pushing me harder and harder you know and uh, I have more of a passion for this than I had realized so uh, just you know put in the work man that's how you get there now,
1: in the last several months I don't know if the exact time frame it was but uh, you were the focal point of a story that they aired on the local news there in Indianapolis, kind of chronicling your involvement in pro wrestling and the uh, rise to uh, the success that you've had. What was it like when one of the mainstream news stations came to you and they wanted to do a story?
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, it was uh, surreal, man. Um I guess it all happened because he was doing a story in town, and then he walked around and he seen the ring in my yard. And uh, so he contacted me, and, <laughs> you know what I mean? We talked, and then finally we did the story. And, uh, man, it was just surreal, you know? Like, uh, I never expected anything from the business, you know? I just, uh, I <laughs> I was baffled that they even did it on me, to tell you the truth, you know?
1: I uh, was able to see it all the way here in Seattle uh, So I know there were a lot of eyes that uh, saw that news story Once that aired, did you notice an uptick in people coming out to the Outlaw Arena to watch you? Did you see a rise in your bookings and people uh, contacting you to see if you were available for them?
2: Uh, yeah, definitely, man. Um, uh, actually, my weekends actually have been packed since. So uh, I have I haven't really went and traveled very much, you know, because uh, I do have family life at home. Uh, but that's something I'm getting ready to uh, expand on, and I'd like to travel the whole Midwest, the East, West, everywhere, man. I just want to go everywhere, so.
1: Well, hopefully we will see you up here in Arnach of the Woods at some point. That would be very nice. Yes. You happen to have a match, I believe, yesterday against someone that has been on our program multiple times. Uh, He can be kind of a troublemaker, and I understand there might have been some trouble last night with Vinny Vachetti. What happened with you and Vinny last night?
2: Well, it was uh, it was brutal, man. It was a hard fought battle between both of us, and uh, we we've been in that ring a few times, you know, and it's always chaos when we get in there. Uh, but uh, he did get the W because uh, he hit me in the face with his cane. So, uh, <laughs> but and then uh, Pogo was there, and uh, he got into it with his little manager docs. I don't know if you know him. Yes. <laughs> well, like, I guess he distracted him, and then uh, he distracted the ref, and then threw the cane in, and I got laid out. That's what happened.
1: Vinny has been known to do that to
2: people. You gotta always
1: keep an eye on him.
2: I figured it was just he knew that he couldn't compete to my level and he had to do something to get over on me.
1: Well, you know, that's Vinny in a nutshell right there. Now, you in recent times have also been uh, being led to the ring by someone I also know very, very well, also former guest on this program, not being Pogo, I know uh, you and Pogo go back to all the way at the start of your career. Pogo has been on the shelf for a bit due to injury and hasn't been active in matches himself, although we hope to see him back. But he has been uh, coming out with you and starting to get his uh, feet wet a little bit. What's it been like having the guidance of Pogo?
2: Oh, man, you got so much experience, you know, with Pogo and like, uh, he's always critiquing me, you know, I man. He's, and when he's out there with me, man, he, uh, he's motivating me. He's wanting me, you know, he's in my ear telling me, you know, hey, watch for this. You know, he, he's watching the guy that I'm wrestling better than I am. So, you know, to have him out there, I get a lot of W's with him because. <sighs> He gives me the right information at the right time. Definitely bet.
1: Well, it's been nice knowing Pogo is uh, getting healthier and he's able to go out there with you and and impart some wisdom. I know he's someone that is beloved in that area of the country for sure.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't count Pogo out, you know. Like, he's had this... uh, the medical situation and everything, but uh, he's getting stronger every day, man. And uh, I believe we'll see him in the ring again. I really do.
1: I do as well, and I've made it known I want to be that first match back with Pogo. I like to have people's first matches back at WCW. I did it with a few people. Baron Von Kane, in fact, had a severe back injury, came back. I was his first match, so I want to do that with Pogo.
2: Definitely, we want you back at the uh, WCWO Arena, man. We miss you.
1: Well, I definitely will be back at some point, guarantee that. Now, speaking of uh, WCWO, uh, one of the sadder things over the last year or so, uh, it's getting close to the anniversary, is uh, we unfortunately lost – Don Basher, who was a big help to a lot of people's careers, a lot of people in the wrestling business in the Midwest, owe a great deal to Dangerous Bull, Don Basher. I know he helped you get your start and was instrumental as well. Uh, I know for me it was a big shock and a big loss, but can you tell us, for you personally, how much of a loss it was
2: once we lost Don basher oh man yeah uh i was dreading this question um uh it was a big blow man don basher he was uh, a friend he was family he was a father figure a mentor um it hit really hard man uh you know me and his son joey owens we uh We'll, we'll go to his grave from time to time, you know, and it's it's hard. We miss him a lot, you know. Uh, I believe uh, Friday night I had a match with uh, Dalton Davis, and uh, he really killed, you know, the eight second ride that Don Basher, you know, was his finishing move, and uh, so by him doing that, it, it just it really ticked me off, and I used that to beat him. And uh, you know, I know Basher was there with me. Uh Basher uh me and Joey had a thing and that ended up in a glass match which was uh one of Basher's uh dream matches, so to speak. And uh me and Joey went through hell in that match and uh I overcame and uh you know and we got a Basher chain afterwards and uh I mean Juanita, uh, it was emotional for her when that happened. Um, uh, I mean, I, I tell you just the loss of Don Basher was a great loss to the wrestling community. You know, um, uh, there at the funeral at the, the lake and everything. There were so many people. Uh, we had to get together at the ring afterwards. Uh, there, at the dub, uh, WCW arena and, uh, Man, the people that came in gave their condolences. Uh, It really meant a lot, you know. Uh, But he, me and Basher, we, even Pogo, you know, we did things outside of wrestling as well as in the wrestling world, you know. So, um, and he could call me, I'd come help him fix his roof or cut some trees or something, you know, and uh, we could rely on each other like that. It, and in just a few short years that I knew Don, it was just, uh, it was crazy to lose him that fast, you know. I just, it's actually painful to talk about it. And, uh, but I love the man to death, you know. I really shouldn't say it like that, but, uh, yeah, he, he meant a lot to me, man. And it, it really hurt, really hurt.
1: I completely understand. Absolutely. Um, affected all of us that were, uh, in his debt. Al, you referenced it a little bit, but I just want to say the job that, uh, Joey Kidd Owens has done in the last year to get WCWO to the point where it is now, and his whole family, uh, his mom, uh, Jonathan, everybody, they've always worked hard, but he has really gotten WCWO at a place where it is uh, really doing well right now. I know uh, you and he are very, very tight, but What would you say uh, are your impressions of the job that he's done with the company since his father passed?
2: Uh, It's been hard for Joey, but, you know, uh, WCWO is Don Bash's legacy, you know, besides his children and their children. And, uh, like, Joey, you know, he's dealt with personal stuff and everything, but he is – he is there all the time at the dub. We're uh, making, you know I mean, everything better. Uh, I believe we're working on going live on uh, uh, YouTube, you know, doing uh, video and stuff. But, like, I mean, he's got people in there, you know I mean, for the cameras and everything. And bought a bunch of equipment. I mean... And he did all this, still dealing with life, and then dealing with grieving his father's, you know, loss. And I mean, I, I give it up to Joey, man. He is, uh, he's a very strong individual. And the thing he did with WCWO in the last year is, it's tremendous, man. Like it's uh, night and day, really. Uh, he did a great job. He really has.
1: Absolutely. I've been able to say this for pretty much the bulk of his career, but I'm definitely proud of him and the job he has done. Uh, You guys have a great leader there. We miss Basher, but uh, his son definitely took over the legacy and has done the best that he could under very trying times. So he and all of his crew definitely should be proud.
2: Yes. Very proud of him, man. His whole family's proud of him.
1: Absolutely. We are at the point of the show where we have a game that we like to play with people. We call it Word Association. I'll throw out the names of some guys that you likely have come across in your career, and the first word or two that pops into your mind is the answer. Are you prepared for some word association?
2: Yeah, let's play.
1: Here we go. Dalton Davis.
2: Great kid. Scarecrow. Good performer. Hogo. <laughs> the best.
1: JKO. My brother. Wayne Silver. Great, Rhett. Bill Billy Jed.
2: Great vet. Brett Havoc. Great performer.
1: Jake Oman.
2: trying to think two words to, <laughs> to figure him out.
1: He is a bit of an enigma.
2: Yeah. Um, Jake Oman um, deserves more is what I, I think when I think of Jake Oman. Jake Oman is a great guy. Uh, he's a great teacher. He, um, I really believe he deserves a shot in the bigger leagues. You know, he's got a lot to offer.
1: Toby Lee. Short guy. The final one, Cousin Cooter. My family. Now, speaking of Toby Lee, he, of course, uh, for a large portion of his career, was a referee. Uh, Wayne Silver is still actively a referee. I know you've worked with a number of the refs in your career so far. Who would you say are some of the better referees out there that may not get the recognition they deserve that our people promoters should be using?
2: Um, let's see. Dylan Lovett. Uh, he's a great kid. Uh that's uh Damian Cole's uh son. Uh he deserves a shot wherever you go, you know what I mean? So, um let's see Josh Gatton. He's a good ref. Um, I think you've met him, I'm sure you have. Uh, yeah. Um. Let's see, Pogo. Pogo is a great ref. Like uh, I have seen that man ref like two matches, maybe three, and he amazes you, man. Like uh, it, it is very amazing. And then, uh, of course. Uh, the sign guy, you know. He needs to be booked everywhere.
1: <laughs> uh, I appreciate that. I, I don't know <laughs> if I'd take that far, but um, we just need to get Pogo to tuck his shirt in when he referees. Yes,
2: definitely.
1: <laughs> well, at this point in time, my co-host Randy Zellers is standing by, and I know Randy has questions, so I'm going to pass you over to him. Hey, what's up, Mac? How you doing,
3: man?
2: I'm great, Randy. How are you?
3: Oh, pretty good, man. I can't complain. I got the nice weather on my corner finally this time. So there's really nothing uh, to complain about. Yeah, it's, I it's mean, raining. I <laughs> couldn't... <laughs> ah, dang. Now that's that's right.
2: our. That is what it but, is. <laughs> hey,
3: but you know what, though? It's good. Hey, it's good for the farm, boys, right? Yes, sir. I, at least, at least I know I can get some good fruits and some veggies and stuff like that, so I can't really complain about the rain. <laughs> nope, Sure can't. Yeah,
2: we needed it. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, go ahead, man. Huh? Oh, okay. I thought you were talking there for a second, but um, I just want to I just wanted to, I just wanted to say that um, your title match damn you got robbed
2: I did you got I robbed did.
3: yeah you got robbed because I thought for a second there I thought Ooh, we about to have a new champion up in here and all of a sudden he had to go and you know use his little pimp cane or whatever the heck it was that he had to use on you I was like damn that does yeah. suck but I well, you'll get that title <clears throat> I believe in you Oh yeah, (laughs) oh yeah, man. How how long you been how how long you been with um WCWO?
2: Uh, three years.
3: (laughs) Oh, three years. Damn, that's pretty cool, man. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) nah, spit went down the wrong tube. It happens. It happens. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, and um throughout the times uh when everything got shut down, what did that do to your uh training or or wrestling shows? I know you guys had to cancel some shows. I know you guys had big
2: plans. Yeah, uh we canceled a few shows, but um you know, we we still ran. Like uh we um made sure that we did everything according to the mandate and everything, and, uh, but we still ran shows. Uh, practice. That's cool. Everybody just had to wear their mask, and you know what I mean? If you're sick, stay home, you know, uh, make sure you yep. have a negative test. You know, we just had to do what we had to do. But All right. The show must go on. <laughs> yep, I heard that. I
3: heard that. I mean, there's a, I mean, um, and for and for wrestling shows and stuff, do you have any good I mean, do you have any stories while you guys were on the road
2: or anything? Um, while we're on the road.
3: Yeah, uh, like thought, traveling to
2: like Pogo like traveling
3: like, like to another com prom- yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, sure, yeah. I, so, uh, He uh <laughs> Pogo's so funny. I mean, uh, I don't know if you but but, uh, <laughs> <is> so, funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we ride together a lot, travel to shows together, and, um, uh, <laughs> like, uh, we were, uh, I don't remember where we were headed. Hold on, let me think. Let's see. Oh, um, I don't know, we could have been heading to the dump. I'm not even sure. But uh you know, a guy called him and said, Hey, I'm coming uh I'm going to come get you now. Are you ready? And then like uh, he answered whatever. He's out taking his dog <laughs> taking it to the bathroom when I get there. So um, we leave and like he's got this thing, you know, where uh, it's kinda O C D. You know, looks for key wallet and uh phone. So <laughs> Like, we get somewhere, I don't, uh, I think we're halfway there, and, like, I, I don't, I wish you knew Pogo's shit, too. Uh, he's still freaking out, okay? Like, freaking out. Because he's always on his phone on the way, you know? But, uh, like, I work Monday through Friday, and he, and, uh, I was tired, so, this guy, <laughs> Pogo like, scares me half to death, like, that I'm asleep driving, so he's yelling at me all frantic, and, uh, (laughs) and he, uh, he grabs the wheel, and I'm like, what are you doing, and (laughs) like, we had to pull over to the side, and like, he had an anxiety attack, okay, because he thought I was asleep, I I don't know why he thought I was asleep or if it was in his mind, but, like, uh, he freaked out. He had to get out of the car, and, (laughs) like, he, oh, my God, Pogo. Like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, that was the funniest thing ever after, you know, he scared me to death. But, uh, like, just the way he acted. uh, But, like, we will see things like on the show, going to shows and he'll point and want to stop and take pictures, you know, there's selfies and, uh, we do that all the time. And then, uh, I mean, we just jab at each other a lot, you know, and I, usually when I'm on the way to a show and, uh, I know who I'm facing, uh, I get a lot of uh, information from Pogo about what I'm doing, you know. Like, uh, maybe there's something new he wants me to try, you know. So, but as far as, like, stories, the only one I think of when he freaked out with me. And <laughs> it just struck me hilarious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, you remember uh um, what was it tommy boy when uh they're freaking out about the uh they're drunk and they the cop pulls them over and freaking out yeah that's exactly what it reminds me of. So, oh damn yeah so like that, it just it struck me funny so but yeah like it, it's a black uh going to shows with him you know <laughs> That's uh, that's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah, crazy.
3: <laughs> oh man. Oh shoot. Well, how about um? Yeah, did you do any kind of athletics um before you got into pro wrestling?
2: Um uh, no, man. Uh, actually, I'm I'm a working man, you know. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I had my own business, you know, for a long time, and uh, you know, construction. Yeah. I'd take care of rental apartments and all that, and, you know, but never never real physical, you know. When I was a kid, I was physical, you know, like,
3: uh, fighting. Yeah, never. oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, when you were the kids, did you play, like, any football, wrestled, or anything like that?
2: Um, no, not any more than what they made us do in PE. Oh, like, okay. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really, uh, a physical kid other than, like, outside of school, we had this, uh, there's the an old co-op, and they had, like, old, uh, where they had sucked all the corn, and they put it in a, a barn back there, so, and it was a soft landing, so we'd go back there and wrestle for a championship belt, you know, for the WWE championship belt, and, or I guess yeah. the WWE athlete, so, but, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But that. Uh, other than that, not real physical, you know. Uh, I did uh, – I boxed a little bit when I was, you know, and had, like, uh, a couple of amateur matches, but never really stuck with it.
3: Yeah, I hear you on that one. Life happens.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep, yep
3: life happens. Yeah, everyone. everyone – and uh with a good sense would understand that yeah um
2: definitely. shoot
3: well how about well how about um like watching pro wrestling on television um um uh, was that there was any was
2: that was your thing saturday night you know me like uh we get we sit in front of the tv me and my brother you know and, uh is <laughs> uh that's what we did you know and then uh anytime wrestling came on, we were right there in front of that T V. Uh, we went to El yeah. stuff and came into Indy and you know. But and it was a big thing for us because we're like small town Martinsville boys, you know, and we're going to Indy in the big city and you know. But now it doesn't seem so big. So, but you see a lot of big places, so
3: Yo, yep. I hear, yeah, I hear that, yeah, because, of, yeah, because way back in the day, I mean, they had the Monday Night Wars, and yeah. Whew, that, yeah, yeah, the Monday Night Wars running the same time as as each other, yeah. we're about to say, okay, that was just two businesses tried to take each other out, right? right. We see who won, right? Yep. <laughs> Oh man. I mean I mean um I mean I mean you go on YouTube a lot, like like you go on YouTube a lot, like watching like something like Russell Talk or anything
2: like that. Um, uh, no. Not really. Yeah. Uh actually yeah, I've seen it a few times. Is it kind of the British guy that talks? Yes. Or, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I've I've watched it a few times. Or listen to it. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah those guys are. Yeah, those guys are pretty funny. Uh, they're entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's not bad. Yeah, like but ah, I like how they say WWE. They're like N-W-W-E. WWE. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny how
3: they. It's kind of funny how they how they talk about all this, you know, via yeah. Spoiler alerts and all the other stuff, or. I mean, good source. I mean, to me, it's a good source because sometimes I don't have the time to be watching Raw or
2: SmackDown. Don't that just take kayfabe out of wrestling, though? Like doing, it's like uh, you know, it was magical when I was a kid. You know, like seeing this guy come out, big Hulk Hogan. You know, facing uh, the Ultimate Warrior. You know, Ultimate Warrior's pumped. And, you know, and then Hulk Hogan's pumped, and you're like, who do I root for? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. <laughs> or you have
2: hey, a uh, junkyard dog come out, you know, and, like, yeah. I mean, he, and he those been icons been... that you're like, you want to be like, you know? I want to yeah. be that hero, you know, that guy that comes out, American flag, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just crazy when I was a kid. It was a lot better. We didn't, like, we didn't have all the internet and stuff. And, and we times didn't have were a lot simpler
3: then. Spoiler. Uh, Yeah, and times were a lot simpler
2: then. Yeah. Like, uh, you know how uh, if you had a, if a match was coming up, you know how they promoted it back then. And, uh, like, they hyped it up. I mean, great. And you, who do you want to be? Uh, who do you want to win? Well, I want Hulk Hogan to win, you know, and because uh, I'm a big Hulk Hogan fan. The Warrior, I love the Warrior. Uh, I think he's <laughs> yeah. probably top three, and then uh, you know, Macho Man Savage. Uh, oh yeah, Victor Bruiser. Okay, like uh, he's a big uh, deal here in Indiana you know and uh, in the wrestling business period so but uh yeah man like uh, the magic isn't there anymore it doesn't seem like it seems like we want to know more into in depth in the lives of the wrestlers than we do the the magic of the match they just had you know
3: yeah that so. is true That's true about that magic because that magic was just
2: ah it was Uh, like it was a different level, wasn't it, brother?
3: Just a different level, yeah. It sure was, you know. Because if you knew, if you wanted to know what was really going on with wrestling, I mean, we had to buy all these magazines.
2: Yeah, exactly. We We didn't just go to. Yeah, we didn't have to just get on the phone and look it up, you know. Like no. it wasn't that no. easy. We had to actually spend our hard earned money, you know. Well, yeah, I would like spend our yeah. lawns. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would I would go, yes. go lower lawns Just to have money to buy wrestling magazines. Uh, you know what I mean? So <laughs> like <clears throat> Yeah. Um like and I see the when I'm wrestling, you know what I mean, and uh I look into the fans' eyes when, uh, you know, I'm in a struggle or whatever, you know, like, I see when the magic that they're seeing, you know, when I was a kid, because in the Mm -hmm. end of the scene, you can say that, you know, so, like, uh, and they, the, the kids, like, they come up to you after, you know, during intermission or whatever, and they're like, wow, you know, you you did a great job. And, and like some of them be like, I seen you looking at me when you were coming back. I seen it, you know, and just that that's amazing. You know, that's what I watched mm-hmm. when I was a kid. So being able to have the fans, you know what I mean, portray that onto me from when I was a kid watching television, it's, uh, you know, it's just amazing, man, uh, and I, that's why I love doing this. You know, it hurts; <laughs> it does hurt, but yeah, uh, yeah, just the the fans, that glitter in their eye. You know, when they're when uh you overcome this bad guy, it's just great, man. It's a great feeling. mhm, Yes, yes.
3: I mean, I wanted to touch up on that Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan. I mean. <laughs> that there was like two faces going yes. at each other but like back when you were a kid you didn't really understand like why are two faces you know no are just you didn't
2: understand really that. you was just like my favorite guy yeah. versus your favorite guy but i like him but i want my guy yeah. to win <laughs>
3: yeah you know so yeah it was, yeah it was, it, it was just crazy. It was just a crazy time. And, I mean, I mean, realistically, at that time, I didn't think there was a big enough heel to him. Um, uh, no, not really. There wasn't. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, because,
3: I, I mean, mean, you had Earthquake. They were trying to push him to be the big heel. But then again, at that time, they then lost no. Andre the Giant. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. the WWF tried to recover,
2: but just Well, they had the big couldn't. boss man who, you know, they thought yeah, he was the a big deal, but yeah. And he was a butthead at times. Yep. You know, when you're screaming at the TV, man, I wish I was in there with you, <laughs> you know, or yeah. i hit him in the back of the head, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I miss that. <laughs> yeah. Dude. I, mean, I, I mean, that but, yeah, and the Dr. South slick, Earthquake, Typhoon, you know, <laughs> with, mm-hmm. you know, with Steamboat as well. I mean, but, but, yeah. yeah, there was not really a big, big heel in WWF
3: in that era. <laughs> yeah, and I always thought that Kurt Henning would have been the perfect part no but they
2: kind of yeah, yeah, yeah go like, ahead no he uh actually i thought Kurt henning was really cool <laughs> you know what i mean yeah come out, yeah he, i thought he, he had was really all over his act you know I me mean? yep chewing his bubble gum spitting yep. on people you know <laughs> yep i thought
1: that was kind of cool you
3: know because yeah when he, he was like <laughs> Uh, I mean, when he called out, now you're going to see the perfect flex. I was like, oh, yeah. boy.
2: Here it comes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, you know, then maybe something would happen, and then he got rolled up, you know. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, he, he hits it, and then you know, all right, he wins. Mm-hmm. So. Well...
3: Well, at this time, at this time, Mac, um, I'm going to pass you off to the one that is lyrically inclined and always takes the tradition of the night train, QT. QT,
0: take it away, my brother. Well, thank you, uh, Randy. Uh, I'm not really a loyal passenger of the night train. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Really>. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, I didn't, uh you. Uh, welcome to the show, your first time on. I'd like to expand on Sign Guys word association, if I may. Are you ready to play an expanded word association? Yes, sir. All right. The first one, Jax Rivers. Big guy. Okay, big guy. All right. Uh the second one, Chicken Bob. Who? Chicken Bob. He used to hang out with cousin Cooter in his travel bag. Chicken Bob.
2: Oh chicken. Uh Big Seller.
0: <laughs> big seller. Okay. All right. Well, uh Mac, you were a very good contestant on the expanded version. Of word association, and at this time, I am receiving a text message from a young lady, Elevina Vergato Vergato, from Bush Prairie, Washington, and she asked if uh, you if you she asked could you have passed a spirit squad tryout back in the day if you could try and travel? I'm sure. okay. Would you have been an integral part of the Spirit Squad, the match, the the Spirit Squad matchup against Brett the Hetman Hart in his five on one match? That's what Elavina asked. Yes. Remember I that five on one uh, What, what was said, that again?
2: I said I would try my darndest. It's it's hard to match up to Brett Hart, man. Yes,
0: yes, that the, the, that was that five-on-one matchup against the Heartbreak Kid. Um, yeah. I know that uh, this uh, Miss Elevina Vertigo says that uh, she enjoyed that matchup very well, very well, when she was growing up. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, Mr. Sterling, I, I saw your YouTube video entitled WCWO Max Sterling, attacked by Jordan James. And in the opening of this video, an excited reporter looks into the camera and says that he has just gotten word that you yourself may have been outside the WCWO outlaw arena. Was this none other than the Liverpool lip Joseph Schwartz, the reporter? No,
2: wasn't Joseph Schwartz. No, okay.
0: Earl, Earl
2: Joseph.
0: Earl Joseph. Yes. Oh, just one second. Uh, yes, I had Earl Joseph marked down. I hadn't had my Colombian Expresso yet. Okay. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> we had on Earl Joseph a couple I, I, a couple weeks ago, and boy, did we ask him the hard questions. Yes. Earl Joseph. Okay. Well, Mr. Sterling There was a referee By a red pickup truck And he ran out And he was uh, Yes, he ran out at the 8 second mark Well, he was by a red pickup Was this Dave the Beast Barnett Or Wayne Silver In your video? Wayne Silver. Wayne Silver?
3: Yeah
0: Oh, okay Alright Well, Mr. Sterling at the 25-second mark, he was asking you, and this is Earl Joseph and not Joseph Schwartz, he was asking you a question through your passenger window, and shortly afterward, Jordan James rammed your head on the left rear panel of your truck bed, and there, w- and there, w- there might have been a dent put in it. Uh, have you had time to go back and inspect your truck and see if, indeed, there was a dent? That's what I'm asking.
2: No, I got rid of that truck.
0: Oh, you got rid of it?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bad memories, man.
0: Oh, bad memories, yes.
2: Okay. Bad or I didn't want none of that around me.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Have you since hunted down the skull crusher and got some payback? He was the second
2: guy in on your attack. Yeah, um, I believe I uh, hit him with the fifth wheel in the middle of the ring the following week and put him down.
0: Okay, you put the skull crusher down. Very good, very good. Okay, are there any truths to the rumors out of Shelton Washington that he was a nephew of the boxing heavyweight uh, contender James Bonecrusher Smith back in the 80s? No. Okay. I only ask that because you have a boxing background yourself and you might have remembered James Bone Crusher Smith back in the 80s. Yeah,
2: no. Right.
0: And you kind of seem like the skull crusher. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Mr. Sterling, I also saw. Your YouTube video called Max Sterling versus Dex Royal was your entrance music the song called Loaded Up and Truckin' by Waylon Jennings that was featured in the movie Cannonball
2: Run. No sir, it was uh, Eastbound and Down by Jerry Reed. Boy, was
0: I at the opposite of the spectrum there. Yeah, boy. Okay, I don't know what I was thinking. Okay, all right. Well, Mr. Sterling, at the six minute and twenty second mark, uh, at that, to the six minute and twenty three second mark for an elapsed three second minute of time, Dex Royal smashed your forehead, and I'm getting a kind of a familiar repeat here, into the wall of a steel cage, not a pickup truck, but a, the steel cage. My question is. Was this after your head was rammed into your – yes, it was after your pickup truck incident in the parking lot of the
2: Outlaw Arena. That came afterwards, wasn't it? Uh, The match was before the – what happened. I was leaving the arena when the incident with the pickup happened.
0: Am I to understand you endured a steel cage match and then you were attacked in the parking lot of the WCWO? That's correct. Oh my, okay, that was, wow. Oh, right. No wonder you sold that pickup truck.
2: Okay. Right. Wow, that...
0: <laughs> yes. All right. Well, Mac, at the 8.08 mark of the match, you had your feet planted on the second rope and your chest was on the top rail of the steel cage. The taller Dex Royal had his left foot on the red bottom rope, but he, as he was so tall, his head height was near your neck. But to prevent prevent you from escaping, he had your left arm pinned over the top rail of the steel cage, much like a fulcrum and lever. My question is... With his knowledge of physics, such as the fulcrum and lever, did Dex Royal major or minor in phys- physics at Indiana State University? That's my
2: question. <laughs> um, I'm going to say no. Uh-uh. Okay. I mean, it's a possibility. <laughs> All right, a possibility. Okay.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> At the 10 minute and 31 second mark, Dex Royal somehow got you in a modified FU position, much like John Cena did to uh, his, uh, much of his opponents. From about 5 foot 10 inches up, he proceeded to back body drop you to the mat. My question is, how well would Dex Royal have fared? if John Cena himself got Dex Royal into position like you were draped across his shoulder, and he'd be given the back body drop from John Cena to Dex Royal?
2: Well, Dex Royal is a very tough competitor. So, um, you know, John Cena might have his hands cut out for him because, uh, you know, he – Dex would take that, and then he'd probably do a shooting star press on John sometime during the match, so take him out. I don't know. Well, I like you, I got
0: to tell you, <laughs> tell you yeah. Dex, you know, when he had you up in the steel cage match on that second rope, you know, and just by body analysis, I'm going to say the guy went six foot one, six foot two, and he was built. Like a a real young John Cena, maybe a little less poundage. So you Uh, might be right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm going to say uh, Dex Royal came within 25 pounds of John Cena at a young age, and that's a very good compliment. Yes. Yeah. Dex Royal. Okay. But we've got to keep in mind that he may or may not have had taken physics classes at Indiana State. We've got to keep that in mind.
2: Okay. Yes, sir.
0: (laughs) All right. Well.
2: (laughs) Love it. Love it.
0: At the 18-minute and one-second mark, your feet hit the concrete floor as you escaped the steel cage. Now, make 18 minutes and one-second. Now, uh, Mac, at 18 minutes and one-second is a good mark for a high school runner for cross country. And as of yet, no cross country runner has started a run right after it participating in a steel cage match. In your opinion, will we one day see cross country running combined with wrestling in a hybrid sport due to the COVID
2: pandemic? That's my question. Cross country combined. Yeah. With wrestling. Uh, like, uh, uh, competing in a steel cage And in the ring in general As uh, opposed to cross country Just uh, uh, They're night and day man Like you can run cross country But couldn't last You know I mean two minutes in the ring So like uh, The conditioning and everything For being in the ring Is totally different than uh, Preparing for a cross country meet So uh, I'd, I'd say no
0: Okay. I, I, all right. i I'm going to hold out hope that at one day at the high school level, we could see kids volunteering for a steel cage match and then running a 5K cross-country race. That would separate the wheat from the chaff. And you see what I'm saying? The wheat from the yes, chaff. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. All, right. <laughs> all right. Well, at this time, I thank you for your expanded. Word Association, and your question or answer to Elevina Vertigo of Bush Prairie, Washington. And I'm turning it back over to, to Sign Guy at, the, at this moment. Thank you.
2: <laughs> all right. Thank you, <laughs> yeah,
0: Thank you, Well,
1: uh, Mac, we have a few minutes left today, and I want to give that time to you. So if there's anything you want to say to all of the listeners, plug and promote anything and everything you would like social media merchandise upcoming appearances your favorite laundry anything in the world the floor is yours
2: <laughs> man uh you uh anybody can reach me at, uh on facebook you know what i mean um uh, i've i've got my phone number on there if you want to talk to me personally um or you could go to um it's uh rod 91982 at Yahoo, message me there. Um, like, uh, I, I really got a message for the uh, the uh, kids that are wanting to uh, be a wrestler. You know, like um, if if you have a passion for this sport and it's something you really want to do, then um, you know, I mean, take it seriously find a uh, reputable school and, uh, you know, look into it, make sure that it's legit. Um, I've seen a lot of backyard wrestling and uh, people wanting to travel and stuff. And, like, uh, it, without the proper training, you're going to hurt somebody. So please get a reputable school and do your leg down on it. Also, uh, if any... You know, any promotion want book me out of state. You know what I mean. Uh, you can contact me at that uh, uh, on the Facebook uh, either uh, Max Sterling or the Rog nine one nine eight two. Um, I'll bring a smile <laughs> to the locker room. You know what I mean, and uh, I will definitely put forth my best effort to wow your crowd, you know? So, and if anybody needs a ref, he's called the sign guy, hit him up. He's a great guy. Great ref. I love this man. That's all I got, man.
1: Well, I definitely appreciate the help and booking there. I, uh, we definitely will be back at some point once everything's kind of more settled, and hopefully it'll be Pogo's first match. Um, but, definitely. Max, definitely we want to thank you for being on with us today. Uh, very, very good to have you on this show, and I continue to look forward to the success you're having. You've done an amazing job. You've gotten better and better every time out. I'll, I'll definitely be keeping an eye from thank afar watch the progress but all of you guys at wcwo keep working very hard i'm very proud of all of you for putting out the product that you do in a very very trying time thank over the last year hats off to all of you
2: thank you we got uh we got a lot of stuff coming up man keep watching
1: you know i will for sure absolutely all right all fans right. you yes, have if you're oh you too you too and Fans, if Max Sterling is on a card near you, do yourself a favor, go buy a ticket. He gets better every time out there. He works extremely hard, so you're definitely going to enjoy him. So do yourself a favor and buy a ticket if you're a promoter. You definitely should be booking this guy. He should be working everywhere. So hopefully promoters will take note and if you're looking for a shirt to go with your sign guy referee booking. I got one or two left in this run before I get new ones made, so contact me, I can hook you up with that. And next week on this very program we're gonna have Sam Knight as our guest. So Sam Knight will be here next week. Randy, you got anything as we uh, close out and go enjoy the second night of WrestleMania?
3: Um, Let's see here. Well, first things first, uh, my heart goes out to DMX and his family. Currently, the rapper and actor DMX had passed away on Friday. And, yep, yep, and oh, yeah, and his real name is Earl Simmons. Let's see here, we got Northwest Pro going on at the Key Peninsula Civic Center. Let's just hope that the show is not canceled and that will be on Saturday, April twenty fourth. And and first and foremost, uh the Nightly Strange is is um picking up so every Monday, um, check on your um Spotify or wherever what you hear your podcast and. Listen to the Nightly Strange And that's all I got there Turnbook of Turmoil
1: Alright well fans We'll be back with you next week Everybody stay safe out there And enjoy the second night Of Wrestlemania And go check out some Max Sterling Matches on the YouTube He's fantastic you're going to enjoy him So give him all the support You can and we'll be back With you soon Two hundred days are down, and there's no end view. A shot of fireball, one reason turns blue.